0: Thank you very much for downloading this podcast. Sorry we've missed a couple of days. One was Wednesday. We were filming, so this is the first plug for it. We were filming the Late Night Mash. It's on Dave Thursdays, 10 o'clock. But then the little cheap sound card thing that I brought to plug my headphones into the laptop to turn our radio show into a podcast at breakneck speed had a problem. And I think it's because my laptop that I'm using is this tablet thing that I got from a a website in China and it's got a weird adapter and I think there's there's like live voltage in it because if I touch the side it kind of hurts my thumb. And I think that's done my sound carding. So we've had to go back to the old school way of doing this which makes it harder so there'll be fewer of them until I buy something else that I could break using my weirdly unearthed laptop. But more importantly, here are some things we did on radio well, over the last couple of days. Enjoy! Hopefully you've got more spring in your step than I've managed. Just because I was... I was a little too adrenaline, I think it was adrenaline, or cortisol, whichever one, it was some sort of hormone thing playing up with me. I could tell, <laughs> sensitive uh, chest, no, I could tell because we filmed the thing last night and I was all very excited and then just really couldn't sleep all through the night. And also, then I woke up just in time to realise I was getting some good sleep when the alarm went off, which is just typical isn't it, worst of both worlds. Worst of absolute both worlds. O one seven oh eight seven four one oh seven five. Take it to the phones. Hello. Hello, Stevie Starren, DC Landscapes. <laughs> Hello there. Hello, mate, you're right. Yeah, not yeah, bad. Ah, don't, oh, don't you hate that? That that when you get a night like that when you can't sleep you're tossing and turning and like you say when you've got to get up you like go off like like a dead weight, didn't you? do you know? Oh yeah. Oh I could have slept in perfectly after the alarm went off. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah, I know. So I had the same thing the other night. I'm a bit of a planner like with my job and my business everything goes around in my head so and also then I, my wife was moaning at me saying because of me tossing and turning was keeping her awake all night but then she was part of the reason because she'd asked me to clean the loft and that out yeah. and I was planning it all to do it like you know it's like dark smelly full of cobwebs but she's pretty good with the kids <laughs> 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 everyone loves a pullback reveal it's the first one of the week, I think. Tick? Probably not. Probably did one Monday or Tuesday, <laughs> knowing this show. But, uh, well, thank you for your call. If you'd like to get in touch, 01 and emails to onair at time1075.net. time 107.5 speaking of the express which madonna was kind of doing there but not really but still we'll get away with it front page of the express today says that the hated traffic light uh, rules could be removed Um, i should point out though they mean the traffic light rules about flying to different countries during covid times and not the other ones which i wish they'd have warned me about on the front page because that is three points and a 60 pound fine thanks express <sighs> no I'm in a mood today because I didn't really sleep well last night and then this morning came around and I would have slept great but I got up because the alarm woke me up and I went for a run and you know, nearly passed out and all that but I'm not the only one by the sounds of it 01 708 to the phones hello I still hello there I hello there yeah, yeah, and you know sometimes you go to sleep, you talk in your sleep. Do you? I okay. I don't. I don't think I talk in my sleep. Sorry? I don't think I talk in my sleep, but you you might. No, I, I talk in more sleep. Right. He tells him to shut up, but the other half takes the uh, well, echo and shout when you are snoring all night, right in my place. If you talk in your sleep, how do I know that you're not asleep now? Huh? Yeah, prove it Shall we? You, exactly you can't can you well so far we've been talking just about having a bad night's sleep because it was ever so close did you not find that even though we had the thunderstormy thing ooh I was mithered and I've not been mithered in a while I don't really know what it means that's probably why I've not been it but I think I was last night and then Darren called through and he said his missus was telling him to clean the loft. And that's why he didn't sleep well. And the punchline was something like dark smelly covered in cobwebs. But she's good with the kids. I think that was the joke. Well, to the text, eight, five, treble two. start your message with the word time. Hi, Steve, it's Rachel. Oh, it's Darren to the huff. Oh, I get the feeling there's a telling off on the cards. <clears throat> she says, you don't need to laugh quite so much. Oof. Well, no. I look. He said you were good with the kids, and I was. Did I laugh that much? Can we play the clip again at the end of end of Darren's call? Like dark, smelly, full of cobwebs, but she's pretty good with the kids. And <laughs> <laughs> no, that is as a fair call. I was. Um, I'm still giddy from the run. That's what I'm blaming that on. Nice. We often brush on these serious issues that need to be discussed. 01 Hello. Hello, Steve. John and Tyler. Hello there. While we're talking about sleep, I just, I'm working on my own all the time and I just wanted to get it off my chest. Yeah. Um, basically, yes, I've been thinking and thinking over all day and now this has come up. Well, get it off your chest. I slept with my best friend's wife last night. Uh, Uh and yeah, I woke up this morning feeling absolutely terrible. Mm. Uh, I think she might have had the flu or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh (laughs) me one of those shows. And it's been a while since we've had a news update from Steve from Upney, so let's let's take it to the phones. Hello. Good afternoon, Steve. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Uh, The story's breaking on the news. Apparently, passengers and tube staff are are warning that apparently the the anti-vax people have been sticking up posters on train, uh, train stations and tube stations, and they've got blades behind them. Oh, that's nasty. What, so when you try and peel them off, you cut your finger? Yes, right, yeah, yeah. They've got blades, yeah. They oh, man. It, now, yeah. look, I don't want to call anyone idiots, but if these people are anti-vaccine, they're doing something that will make people go and have to get a tetanus shot. Yeah, OK, mate. Yeah, all right. Well, I think we've uh, covered all the ground we need to there. Right, in the papers today. Let's see what's going on. There's a whole story about that alpaca again. Not going near that I look they freed britney and i did hashtag free britney and i'm glad that worked and then i was trying to do free geronimo and i'm not checked to see what's happened with it but i'm sure that's worked out well too so more on that story as it breaks um and we heard in the news at the top of the hour that presenter paul o'grady claims his home is haunted by a ghost that he can smell can we all just admit that's a trump is that not what's happened there what best case scenario is that you've brought some sort of a medium round to do a seance, and the medium's trumped, and they are pretending that they haven't? Oh, I can feel some spirits in there. There's some spirits in this room. Is there someone here called John? There's a message for you. Oh, it's coming through. Oh, it's. I hope not. If it is, it's not a trump. I'm just saying uh, there is no no ghost that smells, is there? The poltergeist moves things around, and apparition. Don't know what that did. You see it, I guess, or it goes to church. Now that's apparitioner. Well, anyway, uh, is there? Have you ever been haunted by a smell? You know, when you're doing a radio show and you ask a question that immediately you regret. That right there. Alex in Dagenham says, "Hey Stevie, um, there was a ghost called Stinky in the Casper TV and films, and I think it was the same reason. Is that what it, the ghost of?" the dinner that passed all the way through okay but that's not what we want to talk about that's silly isn't it doing jokes about trumps and doing silly jokes me come on i'm a professional broadcaster and yesterday when we filmed late night mash that goes out tonight at 10 didn't get a word wrong in the whole thing i didn't have any pickups to do getting almost good at this but Um, seeing as i'm a serious broadcaster and there's details of a couple of other tv things coming my way i'll give you info on those Um, and i'm often cropping up on various little speech-based platforms giving my opinion about government policy and you can check out comic solving problems on youtube me and my friend eric we're talking about the national insurance thing today i want to talk about t levels have you heard about these there are a levels if you go to school A levels that's if you go to school A levels is what you can do and the government are bringing in their T levels which some people say is a good idea but it could be the end of some of the B tech qualifications or people being pushed away from them to try and make the T levels more successful and I if anything think this is just getting too confusing now with all the different letters because I seem to remember A level right I did I did them did maths and physics and chemistry there were S levels. There were they were like the really advanced but super advanced um, ones that no one ever did. There's A S levels, like halfway down between an A level and something lower than it. And now there's T levels. But when I was at school, I think I had most fun doing um, I levels, and it sounded like this. What do you mean, silly jokes? And for more on that, we can turn to my friend who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, what have you got for us this time? Madonna is selling her knickers. Tough lockdown, was it? Turning to eBay to make a living is sheep. Sad, but it happens. No, they're going under the hammer. Wow. If you need to get a hammer on them, wash them more. Think about adding some conditioner too. You think she'd know about fabrics? What with her being the material girl. Are you done? Probably not. They're expected to fetch eighteen thousand pounds at auction. Eighteen thousand pounds for Madonna's pants? You could get brand new ones for much less than that. I should probably think about selling mine. It won't be the same. Hers is special and a little raunchy. On the front of the pants, it says "kiss." Mm. That's not that raunchy. My pants make me look way more promiscuous because on the front of them it says, Next. You keep dreaming. Well, thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. OK, Toodles. The daffodil industry is on the verge of collapse. I'm doing the serious voice from the late night mash eye. <clears> the <throat> headlines The daffodil industry is on the verge of collapse, despite pickers being able to earn £1,800 a week. Farmers say without an urgent influx of migrant workers, the crops will rot. So what you're saying is, just to recap this story, we might have to cope without daffodils. Oh, how on earth will I... I forgot they existed. How on earth will I get through life? Where are my daffodils? Where are they? my Every year of my life I've d- coped without... The daffodil. The I wandered lonely as a cloud. I mean, if that's the biggest thing we need to worry about, a daffodil shortage, I'll survive. And not because I've stockpiled it and the spare room is absolutely filled with daffodils. No, that would take some explaining, wouldn't it, when people come around? What's going on in there? Just my Welsh heritage, just getting involved in that. Could have gone worse. Same page, while they're dealing with issues of supply crisis, um, Britain's lorry crisis could hit books. With book suppliers saying they might not have any, at Christmas Waterstones has increased stocks and started ordering early. Book chain's boss James Daunt said, "He works in books. What's he sound like?" Um, the concern is that if we need fifty thousand copies of uh, whatever, uh, and it's not there, so what you're telling me is I need to cope without daffodils, and no one's going to buy me a book for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho! Mama! This is the best day. I know you might have been rained on, it's been pretty heavy out there with some showers, but, um, you doing all right? Good, I'm glad to hear it. And then I could wait forever, and you probably wouldn't ask back. No, I see that this is a one-way relationship, I get that, that's fine. But in case anyone did worry about how I was doing, pretty good actually, thank you very much for asking. Because on the way in, I was in the car when some of those massively heavy downpours happened they were absolutely huge i was on the m25 you know the the, when you get that level of rain where you can't actually see the car in front ah okay stealth mode all right and then coming down a12 the huge puddles that you think oh that's the start of when it floods oh man it was very heavy showers and you're thinking steve why would heavy showers make you feel good Well, let me play you a clip of yesterday's show when I read out the weather and said, this is from yesterday, is tomorrow's a cloudy day with scattered showers that could be heavy at times? Yes, they could! I got one right for once! Yes! Oh, the number of times I've sat here after having a full day's worth of saying, pleasantly dry tomorrow, and then been drenched on the way in. I got one right! One more time. Is tomorrow's a cloudy day with scattered showers that could be heavy at times? Oh, enjoy that. Everybody, it's time to celebrate! Woo! I got one right! What's that? What's that? Oh yeah, we need to see if I get it right again today. There's also a thing in the papers today about new words. The word anti-vaxxer has made it into the Oxford English Dictionary. Nice. Uh, but it's apparently it's taken 209 years and a pandemic to get there. So people were saying this before. It? Long Covid's also made it in. You know every year they add new words i mean i don't know why i don't even use all the old ones i get the feeling that until i've completed all of the english why are we making more ones in there but apparently uh, long covid's made it in uh, it's been around since may 2020 but yeah apparently anti-vax has been around for a good long while and only just made it in it's probably a conspiracy but that's probably bill gates is that why yeah it's bill gates but there are some new ones ghosting has been added to the dictionary suddenly f- uh, failing to respond to messages and ending a relationship brown nosing has only just been added and I think if I describe what it means I would never work again BANTS oh shortening of the word banter yeah yeah great now, there, I don't think we should have that word in the dictionary because it makes it valid because normally it's someone who went to a posh school got a very stripy tie on going yeah no no good good bands yeah it's good bands yeah good bands yeah um and then there's another one in there which is very rude i didn't realize you put those in the dictionary i think we could come up with better words i'm up for making some words if you would like to create a word give me the word give me its definition enrique taking back my love i don't really think you can can you I'm trying to suck back in a Trump. There's only one way to go. You can stop giving more, but can you take back your thoughts? Actually, let's not do that as a phone in. On the way for is the 1975, some Jack Savaretti in there as well. If you do want want to get in touch, it's this is the place to do you because we're interactive after four for songs. You can chat about anything that gets mentioned. Here's an email address for you on air at time1075.net you have no idea how tempted i was after all of that to say if you want to get in touch with the show here's an email address for you then just like give you the samaritan ones but i didn't Good afternoon. It's time one oh seven point five. I'm Stephen Allen, and I'm about to show my age because that was Craig David Magic featuring, and then I don't even know how you say it because his name's Y X N G Bane. The first part Y X N G. Don't get me wrong, great Scrabble hand, but I, there's no vowel. How would you? I understand as you get older, it's harder to know all the names of the uh, the popular music people. But I thought I understood how words worked. you got to have a vowel to make a word. X N G? Is that in code? Can we get Alan Turing on the phone? Is what? Oh, no, sorry. Didn't mean to bring that up. Um, right, afternoon, I'm Steve. We're talking about words because there's a whole new slew of words that have made it into the Oxford English Dictionary and they're all modern ones anti-vaxxers in there so that'll be fun for someone i'm sure there'll be a protest however i wanted to come up with new words and martin gets in touch with one that his family already uses and he's defined it as um alcoholics an alcoholic drink to help you sleep oh i like what you're doing there okay so if you want to mash some words together and then give me some new words especially if it ones that you already use in your family unit Time 107.5 Einstein a go-go I've ever told, told you my favourite story about Einstein So he's known for a couple of things Right? General and special relativity That's where you get your E equals MC squared Gravitational effects on time dilations All of that large, right? Also known for taking part In the Manhattan Project, the atomic bomb In between those two phases Of his life, he tried to Design and develop a fridge That never worked And I love that, because if ever you do something and you fail, you think, oh, no, I feel really bad. Even Einstein, between revolutionising physics and actually doing the breakthrough that gives you your atomic bomb, in between the two, couldn't even make a fridge work. Added new words to the Oxford English Dictionary. And the the, the big headline is all about anti-vaxxer has finally made it in. Um, And apparently a spokesperson for the dictionary. Wow. Dictionaries have spokespeople? says world events have made a big impact on language and this update's been no exception anti-vaxxers used to describe someone who refuses a COVID jab but was first coined in 1812 by Edward Jenner when his smallpox injection came up against fierce opposition I was listening to a podcast about that that he noticed the milkmaids weren't suffering with smallpox, because smallpox obviously will kill you but if you're a milkmaid they just had a bit of a cold and carried on with it and I guess for ages people just thought sturdy lot the milkmaids aren't they no good shoulders it's probably what it is and then he realized that if he went round and infected people with cowpox they had natural immunity to smallpox could you imagine if you tried that these days on facebook Jen- jenna's trying to spread cowpox everywhere this is big dairy money but anyway That's been added to the dictionary, and we're adding new words. What are you going to come up with? Um, We had one from Martin that was alcoholics. It's an alcoholic drink that just... Yeah, let's have one before bed. Just let me go to bed. Darren Griffith... Griffithithis. Darren says, "Um, Is alcoholics the same as sexy-holics? Well, let's not answer that question. Um, Both do the same. Well, maybe they do. Our family, we use the word Wilchards for Yorkshire puddings. So can we get that in there? We can try, but if I were to be a betting man, I don't think that would catch on. <laughs> would you fancy some willchards? It seem, it sounds more like some sort of a fruit that grows on a tree that you're not allowed to eat. Oh, you don't want to eat the willchards. Oh, dear. Uh, or, obviously, is a euphemism for something you might awkwardly sit on. What we're talking about is new words being added into our lexicon. Add that one. That's another one. It's another old one. Tick that one. Use that one there are loads of english words i've not used though like riboflavin i don't think i've said that much but i can take that one off now actually but well, new words you'd add into the english language smudger gets in touch and says uh, i would like plastic reality prog but as one word plastic reality prog because there are so many reality programs popping up on the tv now it's ridiculous says smudger in dagenham and they're all the same drivel with their plastic heads and puffed lips, plus other things you can't mention over the radio. You're right, Smudger. You're right. Change the channel. Also on the email, where's the one from Ted? Ted gets in touch and says, Pickalicious. Pickalicious. When Branston meets Pickalilli, what a mashup. Oh, you describe it as being, it's an adjective, is it? Mm. Oh, that was pickalicious. It's a bit like the word peccadillo, which I always thought sounds like when you're kissing an armadillo and depending on the relationship it might be but um that actually reminds me of an interview i did elsewhere with a a young cook she'd won some sort of cooking competition it was a pea cooking competition there's each year they do this competition where people can win it if you cook making a recipe with peas and she had won by making a bread now, I'm not going to explain any more on the podcast version of this. I'll explain it. But if you can get your head, what, what do you make when you're making bread? It's a fun interview. Put it that way. I'll explain more on the podcast. Hello, just in podcast, Steve. Now, I'll because I promised that I'd explain the story. You can guess the story. I interviewed this person who came up with a pea recipe and she'd made a bread. So in, through the entire interview, I spent all of the time trying to get questions where the answer was pea dough because I'm childish. Um, but even better Because I didn't see it coming up at all and We are running out of time on the interview I had 10 minutes with her And I'm giggling like a fool But quietly because it's radio So you get away with it And then at the end of the interview I did get to say Are you thinking of moving into any other areas of cuisine That's not necessarily just making bread using peas And she said no But she's open to suggestions And I said Why don't you try it using dill And well there you go um, and that's probably why I don't work there anymore. Anyway, back to the show. Time 107.5, Einstein a go-go. I've ever told, told you my favourite story about Einstein. So he's known for a couple of things, right? General and special relativity, that's where you get your E equals MC squared. Gravitational effects on time dilations, all of that love, right? Also known for taking part in the Manhattan Project, the atomic bomb. In between those two phases of his life... He tried to design and develop a fridge that never worked. And I love that, because if ever you do something and you fail, you think, oh, no, I feel really bad. Even Einstein, between revolutionising physics and actually doing the breakthrough that gives you your atomic bomb, in between the two, couldn't even make a fridge work. And over the last few weeks, I guess it's been now, we've covered so many stories of the shortages. It's mainly to do with there not being enough lorry drivers, and it turns out, you know there's lots of lorry drivers on the road you see lots of lorries that's where the lorry drivers are and there's a lot of them and the reason is pretty much everything is brought to us by lorries that's what I've learnt now I mean gas you get gas straight to the home everything else is brought to you by a lorry unless you live unless you're a bit posh in which case they bring the gas on the back of a lorry as well don't they well, you know, because of this uh, shortage of lorry drivers, we face new stories telling us we'll run out of loo roll. We always, there's always that one. Chicken. Chicken places didn't have any chicken, which makes them a bit pointless. There was a very famous chain of pubs that nearly ran out of beer. There was a thing we talked about yesterday, books, you won't get books, daffodils, I think there was a story about mistletoe. Well, in the news today, cash machines could run out of money if a security firm strike goes ahead. The GMB said its 1,400 members within the G4S cash service arm will take part in a strike, which means you could go to a cash point and there'll be no cash. But then on the plus side, if you think about all the other stories, there's also... Nothing to flip in, spend it on. California. Is it just me, or are they saying California weirdly? California, really stretching out all those syllables. Oh, that was even weirder. What do they do there? Beach Boys knew how to do it because it's a whole song's worth of saying california after a while my brain's forgotten how to actually say the word i mean it's not as if they know really much about the english language the band's called the the france well you need a definite article in front of a name of a country oh honestly they're all over the place do you know that though when, when someone says a word slightly weirdly for long enough your brain starts to think is that how it's said is that how do we have to draw out every single syllable out of any word I mean, there are many words that have syllables in that you just straight through, don't mess around too much. you like a word like obviously. You don't want to draw it out and make it seem like it's too painful. You just obviously. One, two, three. Surely no one can mess that up. Thank you for the messages. Got a lot of nice tweets coming in. Because people watched the thing last night on Dave. Thank you for that. And I've not seen it yet, but I've heard it went down well. But also we used Twitter on a Friday... ...for something more nefarious... ...something sadder... ...something more vicious and spiked... ...that would be the complaints... ...although to be fair... ...if you look at any of the Twitter threads... ...that there are about Late Night Mash... ...oh there's some people who don't like it... ...there was one yesterday who... uh, ...Dave the channel tweeted out saying... ...this thing's on... ...and some bloke replied saying... ...I'm not sure how much of this I can say on radio... ...but imagine there's a body part in here... ...that we will call his arm... ...but it wasn't his arm... Um, ...so Dave says... There's the tv show on at 10 and this person on twitter said Ugh, uh, i'd rather dangle my arm in a bear trap uh, than watch that uh. so i replied saying yeah i'd rather you do that as well um because it's a you know we don't need the figures that much but that'd be fun to hear about in papers wouldn't it but that's a different kind of complaint what we do on the show on time 107.5 is more about the catharsis getting stuff off your chest what's bothered you that's made you want to complain it's time Thanks, Steve, and thank you for getting in touch with these complaints. Let's start off with Donna, who says, I'd like to complain about the heat wave we had. It was so short, I didn't get time to complain about how hot it was. But on the plus side, Donna, you did get to complain about how short it was, which is like complaining about it being hot, but with an S and an R susie says i'd like to complain about my boyfriend i don't really know why but i just feel he deserves it okay that's abuse let's move on from that paul says i'd like to complain about the extra national insurance that i'll have to pay i've run the figures and to get my money's worth i'm gonna have to be getting ill three times a year well good luck with that i mean there is a pandemic on so odds are in your favor Stuart says, I'm complaining about vaccine passports in Scotland. I don't ever go to Scotland, but everyone else online seems angry for no reason, so I wanted to give it a try. And Mary says, I'd like to complain about that poor alpaca. It really should have had its TB vaccine when it was at school. God. (laughs) Thank you, Mary. Because I did when I was 12, so there's a lesson there. Yeah. Get those alpacas back into school. If you'd like to complain, email on air at time1075.net time time. the time, the time. There's a thing in the papers today saying that doctors should use emojis to communicate more clearly with patients, which would lead to a lot uh, easier than having to read the GP's handwriting, says this paper. So, The idea is you can get around a language barrier by using the emojis and I guess you could because I mean look at look at the emojis there you know you could uh, there's the green faced one that shows a malady there's the picture of one with a bandaged head in case you've got a problem with your head if you are allergic to aubergine you are in for a terrible time in that doctors but you got options here either we could have a phone in about whether you hate emojis or not which i'm up for that because i'm I'm not really an emoji user however what i might prefer if you would be so kind to either text or to email and just try and see what you could do with emojis let's see if you can describe an ailment to me and i'll try and guess it and you can let me know if i've got it right you can put it in the message as well text 85 travel 2 start your message with the word time or try and uh, describe your malady via emojis on the email. There's no body like you. Nobody like you. There's no body like you. There's no body like you. It's time 107.5. That was nobody like you by Winston Surf Shirt. If they can use a computer to talk, I don't know why I can't. I'm Steve N. Allen typing this. It's time 107.5. The reason I've mentioned the new words one again is because we were also talking about emojis and it was uh, Donna who got in touch with both but I failed to read out her first one. Inventing new words. Colonel B-Word. Uh, you, know, you can see the edit there. <laughs> she describes it as the bit at the bottom of popcorn that hasn't popped and takes your fillings out. And it's Colonel because... Oh, that's clever. All right. So I'm glad we I'm glad you got another one through because we were saying, there's a story in the papers that... The advice is for doctors to use emojis rather than words because you jump through the language barrier then. And I would say I'm not sure it would be entirely possible to fully describe all of your medical conditions. Well, she sends through a few. Let's see if I can work these out. There's the heart emoji and then the flame emoji. You got heartburn. All right, next one. Then there's a picture of someone skydiving, rowing, swimming, running. Then a picture of a foot, then the snowflake one. Athlete's foot. All right, you getting good at this. Then there's a picture of. That's like a circle, and that's a flame. You've been eating uh, hot chilies, haven't you? You've been eating hot chilies on that one. And then finally, there's the thermometer one, and then a horse. I don't know what that one is if the closest I could think is that you think that's a donkey and that's not a medical condition you're after a compliment thanks for the emoji related uh, health conditions oh there's a nice one that's got the an injection like a needle a pointy up thing I have no name on this one but a pointy up thing and then what I think is the planet, the planet Saturn from the emojis and I think you got the wrong planet because if that's shove this up your Saturn doesn't quite work does it you got to check. I don't think the one with all the rings. That's your podcast done. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for downloading it. Subscribe to wherever you found this. You can check me out on social media. I'm on at Mr. Stephen Allen for Twitter. That's going well. There's some nice pictures of filming on Instagram. And on TikTok, I had a video banned because I did some jokes. <laughs> they got taken down for being, what was the phrase? Inauthentic. It's what I do for a living. I've not been authentic since I was 12. What are you playing at? But anyway not to be upset about that. So trap me down on social media and until next time, goodbye.